Hey, what's going on, good peoples? Um, first and foremost, I appreciate y'all for checking this out. For the listeners, this is the Loose Cannon Podcast, episode one. For those that's viewing, you see my handsome face right here. How y'all doing out there? Uh, of course, this is D. Uh, for those of y'all that already know me from the Talking Crazy Podcast, appreciate y'all for coming on to the new wave. Still the same thing, still the same family, which I'm about to dress in a little bit, but same thing, same wave. Y'all know what it is. Um, appreciate y'all for coming by. For the newcomers out there, listeners, viewers, hey, y'all are for a crazy ride. Appreciate y'all for checking me out again. You know, I'm keep repeating myself. Um, I'm just excited. You know, kind of took a little hiatus off, maybe a whole year of um, reflecting, working, figuring out a direction of where I wanted to go. Um, figuring out what's the wave, what's the, uh, the, the, yeah, like you said, the direction of what I wanted to do. Total different vibes. Um, I'm just excited, you know. So, um, let me get into the show. First and foremost, um, so what, I'm, what I plan on doing is every episode, of course, y'all know I'm always getting my jokes and get my last in, but I always want to do, I'm always the quote guy. Y'all should know that from talking crazy newcomers. I'm always a quote guy. I'm a quote machine. So I'm starting off a little different with a riddle. Check me out. And I'm going to give y'all the answer at the end of the show. I'm going to let y'all think about it while I'm in the middle of the show. Um, he goes, journey without it, you will never prevail. But you have too much of it, you will surely fail. Keep that in mind when y'all think about this riddle. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, how I want to start it off. I think we last dropped the episode in June. And I think that kind of was like the end of the episode of Talking Crazy. Officially, no. Unofficially, to a certain point, yes, that was the end. It's, I never said never. You never know. It's, it might come back. It may not. But as far as I'm concerned, this is like a different direction. I had the pleasure of working in, for three seasons with two talented, great guys. Um, we like a working machine together. You know, I was the, the comic relief um, fact guy, uh, the vinyl the facts. I fat. I know I'm heavy set, but the facts. You don't know how I got that southern draw. Anyway. Um, I was that guy. I provided that side of the, the show. Um, Keenan or Zulu, as some of you, as he referred to himself as um, my man Keenan. He he was like the the black. He gave us like the perspective of me and young black, like all three of us did really. But he was like the one that really gave us the the insight. He was like the 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 Professor Griff um, of the group. He gave us the, the information and the knowledge. He gave, he gave y'all the knowledge. And DJ P. Lamar, of course, who we, we got a little project for y'all still coming. We still work together. Just think of us as like new edition, but it's like Bobby Brown, Ralph, and BBD. Just think of it like that. Um, but we got a little project coming for y'all too. He's, he's working on his music. He was the one that brought the vibes. He kept y'all dancing. He kept y'all rolling. Um, like I said, excuse me. I think a little super quick. Tang Ray in the house. Um, like I said, two talented brothers that, you know, I love the death. Um, 
and that's another reason why I'm addressing this first and foremost. A lot of people be like, hey, you know, what happened? I get that question all the time. Because, you know, I always talk about the podcast and how we're those guys. Um, it was like, so what happened? Um, in my perspective, it kind of was like, we, we pretty much, time. It's time came to it, you know. Sometimes, like you said, it's like it's like like I said, you know, with new addition, you know, they start off as a group, but you might have one person. It's like, hey man, let's strike down wild hot. Let's start doing solos, you know, just like Wu Tang Clan, you know. They break apart, but it's you still the, the love is still there, you know. We venture off, or we don't, we know. Everybody got like different ventures we doing. Like I said, DJ B Lamar, you know, he's he's talented, still on the turntable, still going hard. Y'all stay tuned, stay to his page. Um, Keenan still doing his thing. I know he's still doing his thing, and of course, you know, you, know, you see, you know, Shug, you know, Shug, Shug here, you know, it's all, it's all, like I said, it's all a, a love thing, you know. I never say never. You may see another episode of Talking Crazy, you may not, but you know, I had to dress that off the rip. There's no beef, you know. People like, yo, is it beef going on? Things like that. No, it's not that. We just everybody went. You know, different venues, different ventures, and you, like I said, never say never for those talking crazy fans out there. You never know. You might see Poetic D come back. You might not. But like I said, everybody ventures off and do their own thing. Um, as far as my plans, I was thinking to myself, what's the plans for 2021? Well, of course, I'm starting it off by doing the episode. You know, I have a job where I kind of work, you know, swing shift. Um, so. When I and I get a seven day break, so when I'm seven day breaks, just expect back to back content. Expect a lot of content from me. Um, expect just just have it happen. I'm excited. I'm sorry. It's a lot of a lot of different things I plan on doing. A lot of my ideas that I have for talking crazy might have been literally crazy. But on loose cannon, just expect a lot of episodes. Expect a lot of good guests. A lot of different guests. A lot of different people. Local artists, businesses. It's the same wave. Like I said. Just a little different, just different hosts and, you know, different vibes. Um, but you're definitely going to get the same content. You're still going to get the, the love of God that y'all looking at right now. You never know. Um, like I said, seven-day breaks or, you know, when I got a weekend off like I'm doing now, you're going to see a lot of content. So just, just be ready. Stay tuned to the social medias. I'm going to make the page for this pretty soon. But I'm just ready to get this thing started, man. Uh and then to address like the name change or the name, um, loose cannon. If you look it up, the definition of it is a unpredictable person, or you know that that doesn't know how to really control situations and things like that. I kind of made an abbreviation of it where you never y'all y'all would watch the episodes. I might say something that might be offensive. I don't care. You know, I would make things that might be offensive, or I would give y'all knowledgeable things, but I never you know. It didn't really matter. I always just made sure that y'all was provided a good show and just 100% honesty. That's the only thing I could ever do. That's the only thing I was ever taught growing up. So loose cannon, that's the meaning of it. It's just, you know, A, I'm all over the place. You never know. You never know. I might be here with a conversation. I might be talking political. I might, and I'm about to address that shortly. Y'all boys crazy out there. I'm about to address this DC situation in just a few seconds. Make it a little bit more tuned in, but um, sports definitely sports. Um, 
I got a few, like I said, I, up, I got definitely a few food to argue with some basketball with, and I got a lot of different people with some entrepreneurship to them. Y'all definitely going to be excited. I'm definitely going, and like I said, just stay tuned, man. I just, I'm all over the place right now. It's starting to kick in a little bit, so. Oh, and shout out to Suki Styles. You know, I had your hoodie on, and it got a little hot in here, so you know, they know, you know, I ain't, you know, I ain't no, no offense. I just had to take her off real quick. I know you see me in the beginning of the show with the, playing the music. Anyway, shout out to you, Suki, because I see you out there working hard, too, brother. Um, love to have you back on the show as well. Um. Yeah, man, I'm about to get into the show in one second. Dang it, right? Whew. This boy's kicking. So, um, let's see. Like I said, I told y'all a few of the plans. Just a couple of topics. Um, that's what I was about to say. I had a lot of, and then, you know, this last year, like I said, you know, getting my head together. Shout out to different people, of course. Shout out to Monty. Shout out to Braxton. Those are the main people, you know. We try, we working on big things. Pay attention. You know, um, correct. And it kind of got me to a more serious, you know, mindset. You know, I was told, you know, one time, you know, sometimes I can be over jokey. But, you know, I had one person tell me, you know, it's a sound of place to play. And that stuck with me, you know. I don't know. Something about her. Sorry, yeah. We're talking about her. She's, you know, I don't really get along with her like that, but one thing I know she do, she can spit the facts. And, you know, that that little line right there where she's like, it's a time to play and time to be serious, that kind of motivated me to be like, yo, it's a new year. Get your mind right. Stop playing around. Be serious. You know, she said it for different reasons. I mean, you know who she is. Love you to death. Just know that. You know, but she said that, and it was like, all right. So now it motivated me more to, to get back into doing the show. I miss y'all. I definitely miss miss the audience. You know, newcomers, um, newcomers, and you know, talking crazy fans. And trust me, I've been watching y'all. I've been watching you know Sugar Snaps and Suki Styles and you know Ace or Toby Tassan, um, Nasha, um, Jada the Poet or or um, Chestnut Brown. Definitely still been watching your adventures. Y'all still hustling. Y'all still doing your thing. You know, and I'm proud of y'all. You know, I appreciate y'all for just sharing y'all's time with us, you know, on the show. You know, I love to have it. And if y'all ever want to reach out, be on the episode when we wrap some game, holler at me, man. You know, y'all know I support y'all. Just like, you know, DJ B. Lamar and, and Kenan did. Or Zulu, you know, we we, we definitely appreciate it, y'all. You know, um. I see y'all out there doing y'all thing. Some of y'all doing the gym thing, you know. A lot of y'all still doing the clothing thing. Uh, said Suki, you know, Sugar, you know, Brawler, you know, she's still going hard with the cakes. Um, I see you doing your thing out there, girl. Um, you know, a lot of different people, you know. I met a lot of good, good, you know, a lot of y'all. Y'all some real good people. We all some young, you know, young brothers and sisters. Black trying to make it. That's all that matters at the end of the day. It's not, you know, about one up down or nothing like that, you know. It's all about unity, and that's what I felt like we did. G oils, you know. I still got the oils and the beard and the beard bomb from y'all, you know. Uh, like I said, y'all, y'all really do mean a lot to me, and 
like I said, man, y'all, y'all, I'm proud of y'all. Um, and uh, more plans, as far as more plans, before I get into these topics, um, I'm definitely, you know, y'all know I like to do the skits. I was always the one doing the skits and things like that. Um, I'm making more of like deciding between Loose Cannon Productions or Loose Cannon Entertainment. You know, I'm gonna probably put a poll up, see what y'all say. You know, make sure y'all y'all like, subscribe, and whatever else y'all wanna do. If you don't, good talk. Anyway, um, but. You know, I you know I, I want to build a core and build with you know the people I'm close with because I know we can do this acting thing. Y'all know I know I was the actor, I was the character of the group anyway. The three that was all talking crazy. So for you know some of y'all know and some of y'all know personally, and some of y'all know on the show. So y'all always know that I wanted to be something more venturing into production, like being a producer. So I'm working on that aspect of myself too. Um, couple of skits. Got a lot of skits coming too. Um, you know, there's a couple of people that be in my ear telling me, yo, you know, do your thing. And y'all, I'm just excited. I really am. I'm excited to, to bring whatever I can to y'all, especially with this show. Um, like I said, appreciate y'all. All this and middle stuff aside, let's get into some topics. Let me think what I want to talk about. Don't want to address these people. I don't want to get canceled the first episode. Is that bad? Yeah, let's, let's start some troubles. Um, what is up with y'all folks storming this, this breach in the Capitol building? Those of y'all watching. I'm trying not to use this word. Might use it if I... You know what? F it. One second. Some strong stuff, boy. What was the point of y'all? What was the storming of the building? What exactly did that do? So y'all let one man tell y'all to do all this. Y'all considered a protest. Well, peaceful at all. It was a protest because of votes. But us as black folks do that we're thugs and terrorists or any other race not even just black any other race terrorists I just wanted to address that with y'all what was the point of that I seen y'all climbing the wall y'all talk about us being monkeys and things like that y'all climbed the side of the wall like y'all was uh, mighty Joe Young or you know Spider-Man Y'all must got your powers, because I mine's obviously skipped out on, uh, was that December 22nd? Y'all know what day we're talking about, black black Twitter. Y'all know what I'm talking about, hopefully. Yeah, that, I didn't get that superpower. Uh, so, y'all was climbing the side of the wall like y'all was um, X-Men. And stormed this building, and still in Nancy, whatever her name is, laptop. Kicking stuff over. I seen a couple of videos on the cops actually was escorting y'all in and tell y'all come here. Let's, let's let's go in here. You can go in this way. I know a back way we can get into this this building right here. Y'all can go here and really f some shit up. Uh, then still to this day I don't get that. But 
you know, maybe some things just ain't meant for me to understand. Uh, you know, a man told me that one time before, start with me too. Some things just might not be understood. So then we watch as they kick, and I've never seen, I've done it on video games before when I've seen us, you know, I had Viking helmets on, and I thought maybe that was like some, uh, Oh, yeah, Minnesota Vikings type fan going in there. Maybe he was just trying to fuck some shit up. I don't know. Um, but he walked in there, said a couple of y'all with war paint on. I'm just a little confused. I was waiting for the sword to come out. But I guess I didn't see that. I, was waiting, I guess y'all didn't activate that cheat code. Um, y'all did all that just for some votes because one man told you to set it off in this bitch. So... Just asking what was the point of that. And it's crazy. When we do, and I'm not big into it. I might get scrutinized for that. You know, I don't, I'm not, y'all know I'm not the most political guy or understanding of it. When Black Lives Matter was doing their protest, there was no violence. They were just walking and chanting to say their name. We did that and we get, like, y'all, y'all, there's something in y'all mind went back to your Jim Crow days and y'all wanted to, do if and everything to us, even though it was peaceful, but y'all guided people in, and I'm glad my man's Magic Johnson. I mean, oops, I'm sorry. Security guard Magic Johnson was there with the mace on deck with a no look spray. I don't know if y'all seen that yet. Um, if I can find that picture, I'll put it in here in the editing. But yeah, I'm glad he was doing what he was doing. I'm glad with his sister Sledge or whatever she was, sister. I'm glad you punched her. The woman in her eye, because she was, you know, you had to regulate shit, because obviously she thought she was on some, some, some other type of time. She thought she, she had you messed up. So, I'm glad you, you punched her and decked her, too. Um, I just don't get it, man. Like, I thought we left all this crazy stuff. You know, I understand. It's another day, another year. It's just, that's just what it is. But, y'all could have left this and did this in 2020, man. You know, it's 2021. Get over it. It's, 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 there's, like, what are we doing? You're just doing this for what? What do you get out of it? But I digress. Because uh, I don't want to, you know, y'all know me. I wasn't a real political guy. I just was the one that tried to make sense of things. So I'm going to leave that topic alone because I don't want to get banned or shut down episode one. Just like I didn't want to get shut down episode one when we talked about the police brutality and, and uh, when they see us. You know, talking crazy, but anyway, man, um, thinking about sports, y'all know I'm a Cowboys fan, this is a rough year, there's a lot of nights like this, no, that, no I'm sorry, wrong cut, that definitely whole bottles of this, it was getting down, down, but, uh, I don't know what happened, I'm glad we fired the defensive coordinator, got that out the way. Um, ready to make moves. Um, and I just seen the uh, Seattle Seahawks got put out. I'm glad Washington football team or Washington football club, whatever y'all want me called. Glad y'all got put out. And you know, I knew this. I'm, I'm a Cowboys and Lakers fan. When one team does good, the other does bad, and then when yeah. So it might be years where football team would do good, my Cowboys would do good, my Lakers were trash. Now my Lakers winning championships and number one in the West, and now the Cowboys are trash. That's odd enough. I don't know why, but it was definitely 
whole bottle getting down. Um, and now I'm sitting here looking at it. Um, uh, let me think. Yeah, my Lakers are, uh, well, I believe, 7 and 3. Yeah, definitely 7 and 3. Um, let me see real quick. Yeah. Oh, LaMelo Ball, youngest. Shout out to you. You know, I ain't the biggest fan, but shout out to you. 19 years old. He got the, he's the youngest for the um, triple double. Hell yeah. And by the way, I'm officially saying it now Lonzo, you're definitely on the hot seat. Because your brother just definitely outdid you. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy, man. It's just, so I have a question for y'all. So we finally got to see um, what life is with COVID already. Of course, you know, we mass shut down, things like that. Because um, I didn't really get to address all that while we was on the hiatus. Or my hiatus. Um, I talk to my boys frequently about this. Um, do you like the bubble or how the NBA is now with just no audience? felt like we was talking about that, the bubble versus the regular NBA. I feel like with the bubble, it felt like street ball all over again. And I say that because now you you finally get to see, you know, there's no crowd, there's no audience, there's no, there's no home court advantage. It's just straight basketball. You would basketball to hoop and your opponent. I felt like the bubble was better than having an audience. But to a certain extent, you know, I definitely miss when the audience is out there and when the announcers, you know, would say bang or things like that. When somebody hit a big three and the crowd would erupt, I said, you know, I don't think we're going to see that for a long time if we even see it again. So it's kinda, I'm kind of on the fence with that. You know, I put that up as a poll on social media. Do you feel like, do you like the NBA bubble better or... Do you miss the old way when the audience was there? Um, I'm more on the fence of bubble because we got to see a lot of different players balling harder. You see Devin Booker going off, and they never lost, but they didn't make the playoffs. Um, you see people like T.J. Warren going off and things like that. You see a lot of people getting exposed. Paul George, Lonzo Ball. Anyway, um, or pandemic P, I'm sorry. Where's my manners? Um, but I think the bubble was definitely dope. You know, I feel like that's 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 that was the wave. Um, I would like to see how how it's gonna work as far as the playoffs though, because now I think they're in their regular stadiums now. If I ain't mistaken, um, surprisingly enough, I'm looking at this the standings right now. So Philly. Number one with 73, and Boston 73 too. It's crazy. A lot of these teams, wow. New York Knicks are six right now. It's still early, you know, but that's crazy. Suns just flipping. They number one too. I think we're underrating Chris Paul too, by the way. Chris Paul definitely was on another planet. You know, he literally went to different teams that weren't that great and made them playoff contenders. That's why I feel like if that one year when they missed them, when the Rockets missed them 27 threes, they definitely would have won 
Um, they would have went to the finals. They would have beat the Warriors, and that would have been the end of that that era, earlier than what it was. But yeah, man. Um, we underrated Chris Paul a lot. We need to give him his flowers while he's still here. That's what we need to do. Give him his flowers while he's still here. Um, let's think. Uh, like I said, man. Sports music. Um, that would have been much music news. Oh, I seen Kendrick put his top twenty-five. Yeah, let me address that real quick. His top is twenty-four. Me and my, me and um. Uh, Keenan actually was discussing the that that top five, uh, top twenty-five, which is everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But I, uh, there's a lot of different. His that list was kind of a little sketchy to me. That was definitely a little sketchy. Let me see if I can bring it up for y'all. Okay, so his number one album, his favorite ones, which is like I said, they're very opinionated. DJ Quick, Quick is the name, classic. Y'all know what's number one? Classic. Definitely classic. Um, the Death Certificate by Ice Cube. Hmm. That's not bad. The Chronic by Dr. Dre. I would put that probably number one. Hmm, top three. Yeah, but I would still put it over DJ Quick is the name. Doggy Style. Hey, that's ironic, isn't it? Yeah, Doggy Style's up there. Number four. Of course, Biggie's Ready to Die is classic. It's hard for me to choose between that and Life After Death, but I don't disagree with that. Me Against the World, number six. My favorite Pac album. A lot of people say all eyes on me, but I felt like Me Against the World was the album that we seen Pac at its most emotional. Just think about that. Dog Pound Dog Food. It's classic. Tupac All Eyes on Me. Just talked about that. That's number eight. Number nine, Reasonable Doubt. Mm, not a big Jay Z fan. I would say blue the blueprint over that. For a lot of people. Nah. Um This is where it got funny. I was talking with Keena. I might get hate for this. For a lot of Pac fans, such as myself, but he has Machiavelli to Don Columnati Seven Day Theory. My opinion, one of the most over, if and and maybe not the most overrated, but in Pac's catalog, overrated. You can't name me, besides Hail Mary, and To Live and Die in L.A. What song really stood out of y'all? Just think about it before you, you know, just say, oh, man, well, you, you're crazy. Just think about it and really play it through. People will see what I'm saying. It's not the greatest. I would say it's just like how Kingdom Come is for Jay-Z. That's what the Seven Day Theory is. But at the same time, Seven Day Theory was not that good. Neither here or there. Life After Death, Biggie. That's definitely over dog food to me. So I would raise that up to maybe, in mine, maybe top five. DMX is dark and hell is hot. Classic. I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with that placement. Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. This is where it gets a little sketchy again. Juvenile, 400 degrees. She's classic. But is she over any of these albums coming up? DJ Quick from Rombolism. BG Chopper City in the Ghetto. Eh. Hot Boys, Gorilla Warfare. Eh. Block is hot. Eh, maybe. 
E40 Charlie Hustle, mm-hmm. Cover Up, The Streets of the Mother. I think that was his first album, if I believe. Dropped Dr. Dre's 2001. Yeah. No, sorry. No, that's definitely not over that. Um, Balancing Options, DJ Quick. Still Matted by Nas. Clips, Lord's Willing. And Jay Z, The Black Album. A lot of that. Like I said, it's his favorite albums. I'll give him that, but. No Illmatic. No America's Most Wanted. That's two classes right there, Kendrick. Predator. Five Ice Cube. You don't have any big L. It's just understandable. A lot of people don't. But there's a couple people, even with Big Pun, I'm still putting them over at least. He should have been in your least 10 to 15 range. Um, but, like I said, this is his favorite albums. Everybody got their own opinions. Like I have my own opinion. You have your own opinion. Listeners and viewers, you have your own opinion. But uh, I don't know about that one. Um, what else am I missing? You have Illmatic, America's Most Wanted. You don't even have Strictly For My Niggas by Pop on there, which is, again, a lot of that on there is not that great. What else is, am I missing? I'm missing some. You know, if y'all got any input, y'all see this part, feel free to comment or, you know, send me something as far as what's on your favorite. But I feel like it's a lot missing. Um, oh, no tribe called Quest is on here. I just realized that now I'm sitting here looking at the list. You have none of the Tribe albums. Not even Lou in Theory. Okay. You have no Wu-Tang, no Method, no Ghostface, no Raekwon. Oh, whoa. No, no, only built for Cuban Lynx. I don't know. Let's think about that. That's not on there. Um, that's just a few of them. Takao, definitely Method should have been on there. I'm missing some. I'm definitely missing some. There's some classes on here he doesn't have. But, again, that's his personal opinion. I still like Kendrick. You know, he's one of my favorite rappers. Whenever he puts out music, he just slowly and turn it into my generation's Andre 3000. Because you never know. We might not get another album until Cope is done. <laughs> oh, honestly, but, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know about that one. Uh, let me try to think. What else doesn't he have on here? There's some classics he doesn't have. Um, and sorry, sorry for you know. I'm looking for. I'm looking at some things. Wow, since I turned on my Twitter, uh, Lay is on here. Ironic enough, another death row. Death row's great. Matter of fact, let me talk about that. Is death row, in your honest opinion, um, I don't think I ever got talked about this. I think I talked about this around my boys and things like that. Um, 
Do y'all think that as far as record labels, that Death Row was the greatest? I'll put that poll up in the poll up as question. I feel as though there's a... As far as hip-hop? No, that's not the question. Yeah, well, that's one question. I feel like as far as record labels, as far as setting a trend and being a tree like a, you know, with anything, I felt like Death Row was definitely up there. I wasn't really old enough to experience Motown, so I can't really speak on that. Bad Boy is close second, but Death Row definitely was the one that, for one, that set the trend of black um, managers, black black owned and cutting out the middleman. Besides my man Easy Eric, I don't know if y'all can see my man Easy Eric. He's the OG. This is my my role model. He low key was the. Somebody commented. Easy, easy, low key was the the orchestrator of it all for Ruthless Records. But I feel like Trey and Suge and DOC definitely put Defer on the map. Um, let me know how y'all feel about that. But I asked this question to a few, few of my friends. Do y'all feel like? Um, do you feel like Defer also ruined hip hop? It's a question to think about. Do you feel like hip-hop was ruined when Death Row came along? I asked a few of my friends. I got different answers. I'm going to tell you my personal opinion, if y'all think about it. In my personal opinion, yes, they did. But I can also understand why somebody might say, no, they didn't. I'll address the no as far as devil advocate, and then I'm going to refer back to why I said I think they ruined hip-hop. No, because you, America finally got to see how it really was, how hard it was being black for one, especially in, in, in you know, growing up in rough environments, the hood, I don't like using it like that, that terminology, but the hood, um, think about it, you had, um, you had at the police and things like that, but then when Snoop came, I mean, when The Chronic came out, a lot of people realized that was a concept album. It was an album that, you know, you got to um, see somebody's eyes through the writing and things like that. You had nothing but a G thing, but you also had a little ghetto boy and things like that on there. And nigga with a gun. That was a concept album a lot of people don't realize. Um, to me, that kind of... Um, from that perspective, I can see why somebody might say no, but they help hip-hop. I'm going to tell you why it ruined hip-hop. Two ways. It turned into a copycat game. One way. Everybody, if you wasn't, everybody wanted to talk about guns, killing, selling drugs. If they ain't no fun, if homie ain't have none, F this bitch and things like that. Second way, it killed different categories of hip hop. A lot of people don't realize um, the low end theory came out just shy of um, just shy of the chronic, which I don't know if a lot of people don't realize that Dr. Dre actually said the low end theory is what inspired the chronic. Think about this though. Once 92 hit and nothing but a G thing came out, that officially killed a lot. 
There was no more native tongues. You didn't hear no more. Nobody wanted to hear De La Soul. Nobody wanted to hear the Tribe. Nobody wanted to hear Morning Love. Cute, you know, Queen Latifah. Brand new being in all them. Everybody switched over to Snoop. Pop. Wu-Tang came out with 93. It turned into a copycat game, and it's like, it kind of ruined it, whereas if you wasn't talking about the type of thing, you wasn't getting no credit. Think about this, Kid and Play, MC Ham, that's why he started, when he came out with Pumps to Bumps, come on, man, that's not you, MC, it's not you, Ham, you know, and around that time, you know, we had, shoot, after a while, even Jodeci switched over, I think they were eventually about to sign with Death Row, it's like, you can see the influence they had on their music. So after a while, it wasn't. You could see literally a difference between. Um, you see the difference between Forever My Lady and Dara Mad Band. Cause I think Dara Mad Band is when Dre and them started kicking into it. Even R. Kelly. I don't know if y'all realize it. It started transitioning into R&B. Cause R. Kelly. Um, I don't know if y'all. Well, I know he gets bad rap now. Still, I love his music. If you listen to Back to the Hood of Things on. Um, 12 play if you look at the credits Snoop and Dre wrote that you could even hear him trying to sound like Dre it was like even then it transitioned to R&B and then R&B kind of wasn't it wasn't the same anymore but I was just watching um, R&B crazily enough still lasted the, the, the test of time because you had somebody else trying to change the game at 92 I was just watching Silk. You know, Freak Me Guys. Love that group, by the way. I've been listening to Bumping It Out, Loose Control, for like the last couple of days. And y'all probably thinking, why are you listening to that type of music? That's neither here nor there. Don't worry about it. Don't stay out my business. You in my business. As a, as a friend of mine, I always say, you in my business. I need you to get out of it. As she says. Um. But I didn't realize that they were so bad that they actually was on the top, was it the top 25 or whatever um, songs back in like 92. Nothing but a G thing was number two and Silk was over top of them. It's crazy. But if you really realize what they were doing, they were doing what a lot of R&B artists wasn't doing. They was talking that freaky thing. So it's like, if you really look at the toxic turn of it, it takes for you to change the game and do something that somebody else isn't doing to be the top of the game. Nobody, I mean, you had NWA, but then it, it, nothing but a G thing and made it, I could play that, that type of gangster music on the radio. So it did the same thing with Free Me. Like, I can talk about sex on the radio. So, if you're not changing the rules or bending the rules, you wasn't going to make it. So, it's crazy. I just put that together and didn't really think about it. Um, but it's just crazy. Uh, um, but yeah, that was the question. I know I probably drifted off. This was starting to kick. Matter of fact, give me one second. Damn. That, but I was just thinking, like I said, death row helped and hurt hip hop, but I'm more on the side of it hurt. Because now turn to a copycat game 
then it changed a little bit, you know, O seven. Took till like O seven for you to finally get your Kanye's and the K Cuddies and things like that. But then what twenty eleven, twenty twelve hits. Damn. Jeez. I might need y'all sponsor me with this. Mr. Tangeray Charles. Charles Tangeray. Anyway. If you really think about it. Well. Like I said. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the hell was I saying? Oh, we had Kid Cuddy's and Kanye's and 07. Yeah, 07, I'm tripping. Because I think College Dropout came around, came out around like 05 ish. 04, 04, I'm sorry, 04. I think I was in fourth grade. But then, you know, when 50 came out with um with Curtis, then you had. uh. Let's, let's look this up. Uh, Kanye West. I can't remember the name of the album. That's what Flash and Lights, I think, was on. Yep. The graduation when that came out versus Fifty Cent's Curtis, you kind of see hip hop going back to how it was like. It was different, totally different music, totally different sound. It was like Dre when he switched it up from what you was hearing with N.W.A. to to the P funk or G funk as they referred to it. You know, in your one G when they was producing. But then as you look at 2011, 2012, we went right back to doing a copycat leap again, copycat game. When Chief Keith came out, I like Chief Keith. Don't beat my ass when you hear this. But, again, he changed. they changed the game. They bent the rules a little bit, too. They brought it back to what it was before. Chicago life, hardship, you know. Now, you're starting to get a little different with your trippy reds and the Uzis and all that. But it's like, it's not quite the same. It's not going to hit the same as hearing that killing and all this and that and the singing. But, that was like a, like a little sidebar conversation. Um, yeah, um, like I said, just a little conversation, but uh, I think I took up enough of y'all time, again, um, appreciate y'all the listeners and uh, the viewers, taking out the time to listen to little old me again, again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for what this show is going to do, like I said, it's a little intro episode. Um, I ain't really expect to do much. Talk a little bit of my shit like I always do. And again, next probably next episode, we definitely I got I got a few guests that are gonna come up with some ideas, some good ideas. Um, I'm just excited, man. <laughs> I don't keep repeating the same thing, but I really am. It might not show. I'm not the most psychic looking. You know, person, but I really am, you know, inside of society. Um, I'm just, just ready to just show y'all, you know, I still got it. And, you know, just on a solo tip, y'all got to kind of get to see my perspective more when I have, you know, two other guys, you know, doing their thing. Now it's more of a solo tip, you know. And it's going to probably be hard, you know, it's just something you to get used to. But I actually miss having that experience together. But at the same time, you know, we got to venture off and do our own thing. We got to spread the nest. But y'all definitely going to see me on another different level. I'll be grinding. I'm just waiting to put out these videos, these funny videos. You know, 
a few other projects I'm gonna work on. Um, I got one I plan. A lot of my plan on doing. You know, a lot of the stuff I did. It's like Ice Cube when he left N.W.A. You know, he had a lot of a lot of stuff he had for um, the next N.W.A. album. He put it on American Most One. It's the same thing I say with whatever I had on talking crazy. I'm gonna bring all them ideas over here. We can make it do what we gotta do. You know, excuse me, I'm sorry. We're gonna make it do what we gotta do. And um, like I said, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for stopping in on me, listening. Viewers, you know, the listeners, you know, if y'all not getting to see this visually, you know, talking to y'all too. Um, just excited, man. <laughs> yeah. Love y'all. Um, appreciate y'all time. And, um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to come up with another catchphrase for y'all, too. I forgot to tell y'all. So, the question was, you know, what was what was the, the answer? What I had y'all for? I actually had it on hand. It's kind of different not doing it from my phone. I apologize for this little wait. Give me one second. I had it. You won't prevail. Give me one second. Let's see, let's see. Journey without it, and you will never prevail. But if you have too much of it, you will surely fail. I don't know if y'all remember the me, remember besides me talking, but do y'all remember the, the answer? I know I said D under the answer to it. It's quite simple, little. You know, about five seconds more to figure out what the answer is. Oh, hold on, let's see. Should totally work on this. Tell me, is that good? Is that better? Hey, somebody tell me it was weird how I wake my eyes and my face. Anyway, you know, I love you to death. But she knew, she, she knew who I was talking to. Um, but journey without it, you'll never prevail. But if you have too much of it, you will surely fail. The answer to that is confidence. You think about it, you know, I relate that back to myself. If... I didn't have the confidence in myself. I'd be just wandering around, give y'all another hiatus for another year. I don't have too, you have you can have too much of something. Yes or no, I don't agree with that, that part of it, but it's never never too much of anything. No Luther Vandross. Um, it's never too much of anything. Yeah, I actually kinda of agree with that. Be confident too much, you always don't you know, you might always step your balance and think you're doing all this and that. You think you're all that, but you, you really ain't because you ain't learning. But if you journey without it, you'll never prevail. You know, you have to have confidence. For those of y'all that, that might want to do a podcast, that want to venture out and do their own thing or, you know, music, um, streaming, video games, which I plan on doing soon, too. Um, I got my hand in everything, by the way. Um, if you don't have confidence in yourself, you're not going to go anywhere. It took me a while to say that because I used to, I realized, somebody, you know, Monty told me this once, you know, she said, you never really had your own, you know, you had a team around you, but you never did your own thing, and now you want to try and do that, just try your hand at it, and that was one of the best things she ever told me, you know, so love you, Monty, shout out to you too, my uh, sister, um, but, you know. Somebody told him before, man, it's time to play and it's time to be serious. 
it's time to be serious and play at the same time. She might not like that answer, but, you know, or she may or may not watch it, but she knows who I'm talking to, too. Anyway. Uh, nah, I love the death, though. I just like giving her a hard time. But, you know, I love all my friends. My boys, I love y'all, too. Appreciate y'all. I get back on here, too. Trav, Gibbs, Chase. Chase, you definitely might have to get back on here. You might have to be my, you know, crazy talking to retalk. You know, you might have to be the right-hand man. Um, Dirk, shout out to you too. Um, Denz, Sean, Nesto, you got to be on here too. Um, that's that, man. I love all y'all that, that view it. Probably repeat myself because this, this, this tag race talking. I know I probably said this about eight times. Uh, but just want to talk a little bit. Again, I love y'all. Um, never journey without confidence. Um, like I put in the beginning of the video, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things affected me into bringing me back into doing the show again. And one of them, you know, put up in the beginning of the show was my cousin, um, whose anniversary, he died, he'd been gone for four years. You're never gone. You know, you're going in the physical, but never in the spiritual. You're always in my heart. I carry you. Love you, cousin BJ. Um, but this episode was dedicated to you. See, you know, just know your little cousin, you know, he's just trying to always make you proud. And, um, it's crazy sitting here thinking about this. I kind of got emotional putting this together, too, so y'all have to excuse me. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I miss you, man. And since this episode was dedicated to you, um, Thank you for, for, you know, guiding me back to school. He was one of the ones that, you know, he was gone way too soon. Just like his brother, gone way too soon. But at the same time, you know, I realized that, you know, God don't call people home unless, you know, it's that time to go, you know. So, you know, I love you, BJ. You know, I'm sure you tell um, Aunt Joe. You know, your brother Josh and Uncle Kev and now my mom Dorothy that I love her. Love them all. Hugs and kisses. Love you. And um, this episode was for you. Uh, oh. That's rough. Every story has a good or a bad guy. But what if that guy is both good and bad? What do you call him? Loose cannon. And some of my perspective on things may make me a bad guy. It might make me a good guy. But in the end, I don't give a fuck. I love y'all. And just get ready for this journey. This is the official first episode of the Loose Cannon Podcast. Um, merch coming soon. Stay tuned. Skits and other BS coming soon. But if I can, like I said, y'all getting the episode real soon. Y'all might get back to back episodes just because I miss talking to y'all. I miss talking crazy. It's time to go. Love, peace, and hair grease. I'm out. <laughs>